Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Welcome to another episode of Grace Plus Boundaries. We're here navigating intergenerational trauma, and I'm Erin Hartz, your host. Today, I really wanted to talk about this feeling I get from society or different people that I talk to sometimes, and I think there's a stigma around wanting a romantic partner. What do you think? Have you ever felt this before? So it's come up a few times from different people in the last few years. And I think I feel like I've heard this when I'm out there looking at stuff on Instagram and stuff like that, too. Like, it's kind of cool to pretend like you don't really care that much about wanting a partner. I feel like there's this this feeling out there that that's the cooler thing to do. And that saying you want a partner is like, for some reason, not cool, because people jump into this idea that if you want a partner, it means that for some reason you're not happy single and that means there's something wrong with you. So I do not agree with this at all. And um, I just wanted to share a little bit about that today. So I'm a person that thoroughly wants my life to be filled up with a romantic partner in the future. I have a wonderful single life. I have a son and I have a really good job and I I mean, I'm so lucky in so many ways. And I do things on my own. I've always gone to movies on my own since I was married. So even when I had a partner, I would go to movies on my own sometimes. Like it's important to have time by ourselves and enjoy being alone, you know? And I think I'm pretty good at it. I'll even go to a restaurant alone. You know, I've done, I freaking went to Disneyland alone over Thanksgiving break because I didn't really have anybody to go with. My son didn't want to go. So I decided to go on my own. And actually, you know, I felt a little bit mm, something about it, maybe ashamed or embarrassed or something like that. But I kind of got over it quickly. It actually was really fun. I had a great time. There's lots of single rider lines at Disneyland, at least in California. And I didn't really know how many there were before. So it actually was kind of cool. I, I did talk to a few other people. It wasn't like I was all alone the whole day. And I even took out my earbuds and I wasn't even listening to um, my audiobook that much. Like once in a while, I would put them in. But as I walked around Disneyland, I really wanted to be present and enjoy the decorations, enjoy the festivities there and all the people so excited and the energy. And it was really fun. I had a really great time. And I even did it, you know, alone. And I even got myself a hotel room um, over there. So I didn't have to drive home that night because I knew I'd be tired. And it was just super fun. So you know, like I can do things single. I totally can do things single. So I don't think I should feel bad about wanting a partner. 
Yet, once in a while, I'll come across someone in life who seems to, because of their own things that are happening in their life, they seem to try to like project on me that there's something wrong with me because I want a partner. So a few months ago, I interviewed someone for this podcast. And at the end of our interview, I she and I had talked before about romantic partners because uh, we had anyway met through this friends thing a while ago. And I thought, oh, I'm going to ask her again about the romantic partner thing because she was professing her knowledge about other stuff. And then at the end of the podcast recording, I ended up asking her about that. And um, I was telling her how, you know, I wanted a romantic partner. And I know that she was in a really loving marriage is what she had claimed and um, or is in, you know. And so I was like, you know, how did that come about? And tell me about what you did. How did you find someone that really fit you and all that kind of stuff? And her comment back to me was like, well, I found this partner because I had become okay with being single in myself. And she went on to kind of talk about how, like, what was missing in my life if I felt like I needed a romantic partner. And I came away from that podcast feeling a little bit hurt, I think is the word maybe, like that she didn't understand me. And, you know, she really wasn't the right person to ask about it. So I kind of put myself out there in a vulnerable way that I didn't need to do. Um, and I ended up take clipping off that part so you won't hear it in the podcast interview. So, I mean, I'm not going to say who it was or anything. And I know that, you know, this person is just not, they're not a relationship or dating coach. So I really shouldn't have probably asked them anyway. Um, but I mean, just thinking about that comment, you know, it's like, is there something quote unquote wrong with me because I want a romantic partner? I mean, hell no. Like, I think everybody wants that. I think everybody wants that. But just maybe some people either are in denial about it, or maybe at this point, they are just taking a break from it or something, or they've had poor relationships in the past, so they know they don't want that again. So then they just kind of go into that relationship anorexia, maybe where they're just not going to date at all to keep themselves safe from going into something negative again. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's up to them. And I think it's really a personal thing. So it's like, one person can feel one way about it, and I can feel completely different. I don't think there's anything wrong with my desire to share my life with someone and have a partner. Um, I, I truly don't think that it's because I, it's certainly not because I don't like being single or being alone. I like spending a lot of time alone, actually. And when I have a partner, I'm sure that we will spend a lot of time alone because as an introvert and a highly sensitive person, I'm someone that always is going to want a lot of time on my own to read books, to work out by myself, to, you know, and I remember in the past, even when I was married, like sometimes I would actually a lot of times I would go running with my ex-husband because we were both runners. And while sometimes that was nice, I look back now and I realize why there was sometimes conflict when in the weekdays we would try to go on a run together. And um, I just wasn't in the mindset to be able to push myself at someone else's pace because he was a little bit faster than me running. Um, and he was a lot faster than me biking. Well, it's because I had a hybrid bike and he had a racing bike. So that never really worked 
very well. I really should have bought a racing bike, I guess, or had him buy a hybrid bike or something because that doesn't work. You feel like you're going so slow if you were on a racing bike and someone next to you is on a hybrid. Um, but there was a lot of conflict there and I didn't want to be pushed on, on the weekdays because I was already so exhausted from my job and things like that. And, and, um, I think looking back, I can say to myself, like, you know, I had a right to maybe work out by myself. Maybe I needed to do that alone instead of going with him and needed some alone time. You know, I, I, we didn't do everything together and we didn't always work out together. I sometimes would go to the gym alone and stuff like that, where I actually ended up doing that more as time progressed. So I just kind of found my way without even really realizing what I needed to do there. Um, there's this other situation that came up a couple times this year that where somebody, you know, thought it was not the best thing to be in a romantic relationship and was kind of quizzing me and my friend about why we wanted to be. So there's this coworker I have, and um, he's a single guy, and um, he he re- we were me and my coworker were talking to him, and um, he was saying that he isn't wanting to date right now when one of my coworkers was saying she was dating and he was like, well, what, why do you want a partner? You know? And he had asked me this a couple months before and I thought it was kind of a funny question. Like, doesn't everybody want one? And I had said, you know, I really want to share my life with someone. I want to spend time with someone and I want to have someone to be around and, you know, and, and enjoy the scene our kids grew up together, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's basically what my friend said when this guy asked her the same thing, you know, she wants to share her life with someone. And um, his response to that was that like, he's single, and it's lovely, you know, and you know, that's great that that's working for him. But I think what I'm trying to pinpoint here is that this attitude is like, what's wrong with you for wanting a partner? And I don't think there really is anything. Um, I think the reason Taylor Swift is so darn popular is because she wants a partner and she is not shy about sharing it in every song, you know? And maybe in our culture, it's cool to say we don't want a partner and, and not acknowledge the fact that we want love and need love and need someone to cuddle. And we can't give I feel like I can't give all that stuff to myself. It's not the same. And yeah, I can give a lot of it to myself and I'm working on gratitude and feeling like I have everything I need and not having lack. And, you know, I can work on that stuff. Um, But the fact is, is that humans want to be with other humans in general. And that's totally our nature. And it's our nature to want sex and to want cuddles and to want um, be, to be around someone who knows us deeply and that kind of thing. Finally, I wanted to share a really beautiful post I saw on Instagram today, and it's by the holistic psychologist. I bet a lot of you probably follow her. She's such a great person and really interesting in how she goes about learning how to be in healthy relationships. And she talks a lot about what she's had to go through to get herself to the level of being able to be in a healthy relationship. And that's it's it's work. You know, it's not like easy every day, but she found partners that are willing to do the work and willing to allow her to be herself and move on from conflict and repair and keep the relationship growing. So here's what she said today on Instagram. Don't marry for love. 
Marry because you want to break cycles together and build the emotionally healthy home you didn't get to experience. Okay, here's the next one. Don't marry just for love. Marry because you know another person can't make you happy. Instead, you're looking to grow together, learn each other, and heal old wounds. Yes, here's the third one. Don't marry for love, for just love. Marry because when you do have conflict or a fight, it's talked about. There's an apology, and afterwards, you feel closer together. The fourth one, don't marry for just love. Marry for um, if you found a person who allows you to feel safe. You can be yourself, talk about how you feel, and go to them with issues you have. You're ready to choose someone over and over again. You respect and admire who they are as a human being and will come back to them even when it's hard. You've developed skills like emotional regulation and healthy communication and marry if you have the maturity and awareness to know relationships involve work and you're ready to do that work. Marry for having laughter together. If you have fun at the grocery store shopping, at the end of the day, you have an authentic relationship. So I loved that because that is the type of authentic relationship that I am looking for. I can't wait to meet someone that is willing to do that work and and get into a relationship where we both want it to work out and are interested in a partnership. And I'm so not going to be perfect in it. I know I have little things that I still need to work out, but I know for sure I can't work those out unless I'm in a relationship because I can do a ton of self-work and get through things, learn how to surrender, mend other relationships in my life. But I have learned from experience that if I don't kind of keep my toe in the water of going to romantic relationships here and there and trying it out, I kind of can't see my progress. And I also can't see what blocks I might have. So I'm not saying that I am going to throw myself into a serious relationship with just anyone, but I'm saying like to test out the waters and see how it's going, seeing what type of person is attracted to me. Like, you know, is it getting better? That's what I've had to do in the last many years, and I'm still on that journey. And so I know someday I'll be able to look back and see how the dots connect and see how I learned from every single interaction I had and see how I'm going to have what I desired. I'm going to have that healthy, loving relationship someday because I'm not giving up. That is what I want. That is what I desire. And I'm going to take Abby Wambach's stand on this one day when I heard her talking about it, how she never had a really great relationship before she met Glennon, and it just didn't work out. But she desired having that love so deeply. And now she found her person, and they're doing that work side by side. We don't have to be healed to be able to do that work. You know, we just have to find a person that's willing to allow us our space and we allow them their space and someone that we respect, right? That's really that's really what it comes down to for me, like that we can respect each other's differences and want to come together and build something beautiful. Thanks for listening today. Let me know what you think. Okay, bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. 
If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.